Hello, everyone. This is Lady T for another Excuse You moment. Um, this episode is just one that is near and dear to my heart. One that I have been, man, 30 plus years been um, living and walking out. And I'll have a book coming out by the end of this year. I'm decreeing it. I'm declaring and decreeing it to be so. But um, it's a topic that has become so politicized, so contaminated, so um, polarized. But it is something that the father is concerned about and has always been concerned about. We have somehow allowed it to play out in media and play out in politics and, you know, everywhere but where it should be. Um, And that's the church. And my topic today is is just about abortion. Abortion. You know, terminate a pregnancy, murder, whatever you want to call it. It has been something that I have partaken in uh, before I was a believer, after I was a believer. Something that has um, kind of been almost something that was shameful to talk about, but very necessary. And I just told God, yes. You know, I just told God, yes. I, I can no longer sit by on the sidelines while... Uh, The world is speaking up and voicing things and the voice of the church yet again goes dormant or almost a whisper for the fear of financial um, repercussions or the lack thereof or for the fear of um, being talked about or the whatever, whatever fear. Uh, But but I'm, I'm fearing God more than man. And I really, really please hear my heart. I, I don't want any, you know, you know, this is not a debate. This is not a, you know, left, right conversation. This is not a good, bad conversation. This is not a podcast condemning any individual, but yet it is condemning or speaking. Let me say speaking against um, the, the, the spirit that, that, um, is behind it. See, we have been rockabied and lulled to sleep, you know, so long as believers that, you know, we just kind of sit by and watch everything play out and we kind of have footnotes and, you know, side conversations at the dinner table or, you know, via text or, you know, privately. And um, all the while, you know, the kingdom of darkness is just is just enlarging itself and we are too afraid to stand for anything and so we fall for everything and you know this is not about you know black lives matter blue lives matter all lives matter it's about god being glorified point blank period you know I, i'm i'm tired i'm tired i'm so tired of us having to choose every side but the side uh, of christ and again, this 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 issue for me anyway has been on my heart for 30 plus years and it hasn't. So Black Lives Matter wasn't around then, you know. So again, please don't inbox me. Don't send me any communications about your rant and rave about me being on the left or the right or anything else other than what I'm saying.
you know, because we get real, we, we, we just live in a combative environment now, so divisive, and that's the spirit of the adversary, you know, where there's strife and contention and every evil work, that's the devil, he's there. So what I'm saying is, you know, we have to be um, bold enough and courageous enough to stand against the wiles of the devil, you know, and not compromise because somebody or some persons may be offended, right? Because that that's what why we in the situation we in now. We were too afraid to, to speak the truth. We were too afraid to offend. While everybody else has been um, vocally, I mean, proudly offensive. And so, you know, this episode is really about us taking a stand and loving God more than we love. Excuse me. Um, being accepted by others um, or not being accepted. This episode is about, you know, God telling me to do something and me finally um, with not, I don't have all the, the moving pieces, you know, and that's what I've been waiting for. And I can no longer wait because nobody is speaking up. And so, you know what? I'm somebody, let me speak up. And my views may not be received by everybody and that's okay. It, you know, we've labeled things again because society has done it. Pro-life, pro-choice, whatever. You know, I'm pro-God, pro-Bible. And if his Bible speaks against life, then I so do against the killing and the taking of life on any level. Right. I stand for um, the George Floyds of this life of our time. And I stand for the George Floyds that were never born. Come on, I stand for the Brianna Taylors of today. And I stand for the unborn Briannas that would never have never gotten a chance to, to take their first breath. And so why this is important to me because we have been um, deceived so long that I hear believers feel like, well, it's my body and it's my right. You know, and, and, and I'm saying that because I was one of them. You know, I don't know, you know, I'm going to just talk about me that when I came to Christ, there were a lot of things um, that God had delivered me from because I lived a life of sin as long as I was alive. And so when I gave my life to Christ, while he saved my spirit, my soul, my will, my flesh, you know, wasn't saved. It was in the process of being sanctified and set apart, but it was not saved. And so a lot of things I did in the world, um, try as I may you know, when I became a believer, I still did. Now, did I get convicted? Sure. I got convicted. You know, I was convicted. You know, I knew fornicating was wrong, but not wrong enough to stop. <laughs> not wrong enough to turn. Right. And did I know abortion was wrong when I was a sinner? You know, I don't know. I can't say I did. You know, I, 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 I don't even know if I knew it was wrong. So I'm going to say no, I didn't think it was wrong at all. Uh, when I became a believer, did I know it was wrong in theory? Sure, in my mind, sure. But my heart was still kind of like, it's wrong, but, you know, I didn't have that godly sorrow that worketh repentance. And, and that's what we're missing, the repentance that will cause us to turn, to turn from our ways, our ways that seem right, our ways that have been uh, polluted, contaminated, diluted by society, convenience, you know, secular views. You know, that, that's what happened. You know, I, I came to Jesus just as I was. <laughs> that is so true. 
with all my issues, schisms, isms, bad thinking, carnal behavior. I came to him with it. And yes, I thank God for the blood and his grace that forgives. Oh, Lord. It was times I remember getting on the bed, get lying down to have an abortion and, and praying, God, please don't take me now. Allow me to wake up. Allow me to see another day. Knowing full well what I was doing was against him, but it wasn't enough to stop me from doing it. Good God from Zion. And listen, yours may not have been abortion. Yours may have been something else. But if you identify with me, wherever you are, come on. I, I, I know I know I'm not the only one that 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 was teetering the fences in thought and in, and in behavior and views. And so um, that's given me a grace on an understanding for people that are struggling. But it doesn't. Um, excuse or allow me to shut my mouth to speak against it because if we don't you know how you gonna hear if there's not a preacher if somebody don't tell you it's wrong and all you see is political um uh propaganda and platforms that will sway you one way or another based on a whole lot of other rhetoric that's self-serving how are you gonna know that god uh, it's not please and it's a sin and it's not about your choice. We don't have a choice. Our lives were paid. Our lives were purchased. Our lives were bought. And so God has told us we have to glorify him in our body. Point blank, period, 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 period. But we have become so carnal. We've become so intelligent. We've become so slick in this walk. That his ways his ways, his statutes, things that please him, that, oh, God, bring glory to his name. We have it's such a slippery slope. We've allowed Christian Christian life to become so slippery. It's OK. Everything is OK. Everything is OK. It wasn't OK for me then. And it's not OK for me now. And so I'm not saying, you know, I got a heaven and hell to put you in. I'm just sounding the alarm. Oh, God and Zion, I'm sounding the alarm. I'm sounding the alarm to let you know it's high time that we wake up out of our sleep. High time we wake out of a slumber. We say, listen, culture talks about being woke. Can I ask the church? Jesus has been saying a long time ago. Scripture has been declaring a long time ago. Wake up out of the slumber. We've been sluggered. We've been sleeping. We have been fanned asleep so subtly by money, by comfort, by convenience. And I ask the Lord sometimes, why you always got me preaching this type of gospel? And I can't help it. And God, I don't understand it. But all I can give him is a yes. I can't give him a yes in prayer, but close my mouth outside of prayer. Come on. It's the times of prayer that he pushes me. It's the times of prayer that he's building me. It's in the hour of prayer. Hallelujah. That he's been strengthening me so that when I can stand it's the private prayers it's the private anointing that God will thrust me publicly to stand flat-footed and declare that it is wrong it is wrong it is wrong saints of God it is wrong not to care it is wrong hallelujah to not be offended it is wrong not to realize that countless lives oh God that babies hallelujah the blood hallelujah we're crying 
out with the George Floyds and the, oh God, all the Eric Gardners, all the Sandra Blands of our day. We're crying out for them, but we cannot cry out for them and neglect at the same hour those, hallelujah, that have not even been born, that have been taken, oh God, before they took their first breath. We cannot neglect, hallelujah, oh God, this salvation that calls us, hallelujah, to cry for those, amen, that don't have a voice. And so today, if nobody takes up the fight, this is not political. This is not social. It is all kingdom. It is all civil. It is all humane. Hallelujah. And so God, in the name of Jesus, I count myself with those, oh Father, who have transgressed against your very statute of thou shalt not kill. I have transgressed against your very statute, your very commandments, God, not to have false images and make idols. I've made an idol of my own self. Why and how? Because I thought my life was too precious. I thought my life was too good. I didn't want to disrupt the pattern. I didn't want to walk through any shame. I didn't want to walk through any pain. I didn't want to be a single mother. But Father, in the name of Jesus, would you forgive us? Forgive us as a people to have the audacity as believers to say, it's my body. It's my choice. Oh, Shatanana Basaya. We don't have the luxury. We don't have a platform to stand on. Save Jesus. We fighting and bickering about so many other stupid things. God, tired. We fight and bicker about so many different things. And all the while we are distracted from the main things. Life. Life. He died so that we can live. He didn't die that we could kill black men, brown men. He didn't die that we would kill innocent babies of every color, ethnicity. He didn't die for that, y'all. So while, you know, we got, you know, so many people highlighting the Black Lives Matter movement. I just want you to say that I'm standing for the righteousness of God. Don't put me in no category. I'm just standing for the righteousness of God. I'm just lifting up the bloodstained banner. And I want you to know that he's still saved. He's still mighty to deliver. He's still mighty to forgive. His hands are not too short. His ears are not closed to the cry. But we got to turn, saints. We got to turn from living a life any way we want. We got to turn from that. And he's waiting. We've been praying during this pandemic. If my people which are called by my names, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. See, we we asking for forgiveness, but we not turning. Oh, God. Oh, we asking for a whole lot of forgiveness, but we ask we ain't we ain't turning. We ain't asking for a repentant heart. But I'm praying today, would you bring back the spirit of repentance back to the church? Come on. Repentance back to the house because it's needed.
it's needed. And listen, I don't, I'm not pointing. If you've had an abortion and you've regretted it, listen, don't believe the lie. Don't believe the lie that, um, I'm not saying live in condemnation, but if we will be honest with ourselves, I still long for every life, every baby, every seed that I've aborted. Don't let the devil fool you. I know every mother and even, and let's talk about the fathers. Some of the fathers, we haven't even given the right to have a decision and they've weeped and they've cried. And as years gone on, they wish they had more of a say. But I'm talking to those mothers who nobody told you that later on you might not, that might have been your only chance. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to the mothers and the fathers who, who still wonder, Lord, what would my children have been? Not in a place that you are bound, but a place of just, God, I wonder, my heart, my heart beats for them. And so if that's you. I want you to stand with me. Stand in so a lot of solidarity. Find a chapter. Find somewhere you can get uh, uh, active about it. Talk to your pastor. Start confessing. Sharing with someone. Because we've allowed society and, and, and sinful people to speak for us. But will the church of the living God stand up? In this hour, if that's you, would you stand? Wherever you are, would you stand? Would you stand? I don't know what's going to come of this. I, I really don't know. But all I know is that God's been pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to do this. And I know there's a reason. I've been shamed for so long, but no longer. No longer. And so I pray that you would be um, provoked, first of all, to a place of repentance. Strengthened to know that he's a forgiving God and he's a gracious God. But bold enough to stand against it. One can chase a thousand. Two could put 10,000 to flight. If we all would say no more to the greed, that's what it is. It's the greed, the lust and love of money and the pride of life. That this is a trillion dollar industry abortion. Don't you think it's about nothing else but dollars, dollar bill, y'all? That funds the wicked agenda in high places. And I'm not saying that the left and the right, listen, again, come out of the world. We in this world, but I don't allow the world's view to, to put. We can't have a healthy, righteous conversation without allowing the, 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 the world to creep on in. I'm talking about God's word and what's right. I pray that you would pray for me. Please, I solicit your prayers as I embark on a journey that I've never been down before. A journey that's a little scary, y'all. A journey that's, um, I, I don't know what's down the road. 
but I know if Jesus goes with me. We used to sing a song, if Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. It's heaven to me. Hallelujah. If he is there, I count it a privilege. Hallelujah. And the honor to bear. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go. Anywhere. We got to go back to the convictions of the old church. Not too learned. Preached a lot of wrong doctrine and dogma that we're still fighting through. But one thing they had was a love for God. Didn't know how to express it and didn't really always know how to articulate it. But I'm telling them songs of Zion, bless me today. And they will pick them back up and sing it from the top of a mountain. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go, I'll go. God, I'll go. I don't know where, but God, I'll go. God, if you go with me, I'll go. If you open up this mouth, I'll speak for you. Please, God. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. So pray for me. Pray for me. I love you, and I pray that you be blessed by this. And you'll hear from me real soon. I love you. Till next time.